With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Young Men and Young Women Worldwide Revival. I think it's the covering of David Carpenter. Well, we're, we're, we're going over Second Corinthians, the first chapter. God bless you.
And God bless, God bless. God bless, God bless. We welcome everyone, the young men and women's worldwide ministry. I'm sorry I'm late, but <laughs> for some reason my phone would not work, and it had been working all day. I'll tell you. Is anyone on the line? Pastor, are you here? God bless. God bless. Again, we welcome everybody to Young Men, Women, and God's Worldwide Ministry. As tonight, we're going to be going in Second Thessalonians, the first chapter. So we ask you all to join us in this Bible study. As tonight, we will be talking about encouragement. Father God, we thank you for just letting us be able to come into your Bible study. Most of all, we thank you for seeing another day. Father God, it was a rough and tough weekend, Father God, and you know what was going on because you see all things. And Father God, we just ask that you open the doors of blessings on us and covering us, Father God, as we in the ministry and those that are part of the conference coming out have went through some your trials and tribulations this weekend. And, Father God, we thank you for seeing us through that we're able to get up on this Monday morning and and be able to go out and hope and worship and lift up your holy name. And, Father God, we thank God that we're able to come on your line tonight and just share, whether it's one or two or three of us, you said in your word, where two or three come together in in, in agreement that you are in the midst. And, Father God, we come in agreement tonight in your word and sharing your word. Father God, open up our ears and let us hear something that we need to take heed to, Father God. And, Father God, something that will lift us up to move more, more and more in the direction that you are guiding us in, Father God. The adversary is on our left and he's on our right hand. He's attacking us and he wants us to give up and give in, Father God. But, Father God, we trust in you, we believe in you, and we know that you will see us through no matter what it be. Father God, we thank you, we praise you, and we exalt you. We ask you that anything that may try to distract us tonight on your Bible study, we bind it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And any distractions that may come about, we ask the Holy Ghost to come and arrest it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, we thank you for all you have done and all you will be and all you shall be in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 As we always do, we give our announcements and we're going to, we got a short thing tonight and um, we're not going to rush through it, but we're going to talk about it because we all need this right now. Um. Let me go on with the announcements, and then I'll just talk for a minute, and then we'll get into the Bible study. Um, every Monday night we have Bible study here at 8 o'clock. Please join us as we'll be moving through the book and the gospel of the book of First of Second Thessalonians. On Wednesday night we have the revival. This uh, month is the power of prayer. And I'm telling you, we really need prayer going into this, this time and this period, Father God. So 
So on this Wednesday, we will have an awesome woman of God and Pastor Robin Albright out of North Carolina will be coming to give a word on the power of prayer. On Thursday night, we will join Pastor Dr. Patricia Charles on her line at um, 7.30 Eastern Time, and we ask you all to come and be with us on that line. That area code is, uh, that access number is 137-482-POUND. The same telephone number you called tonight, but the access code is again one three seven four eight two pound. Will come and join us on that Bible study. They're studying out of Book of Genesis. Please join us tonight. Amen. Tonight we'll be studying out of Second Thessalonians, the first chapter, and. I think this was this was this was due for us to be here after the events that some of us went through. I went through this weekend, um, lost some things, but I don't mind what I lost because I still have Christ Jesus. And tonight, Amen. tonight we're going to be sharing on about encouragement. Um, there's a time that we all need, when we're going through something, we need someone to come and encourage us, not to talk down to us. I had some people write me and tell me the Lord said this, and I knew it wasn't God that told them to say some of the stuff they said to me because God, while I'm going through, would not give me words to down me and what I'm going through, but he would give me words to want to lift me up to be able to move through and encourage me to go through what i got to go through. So. Watch when you're going through something and people try to down you or send words of not uplifting, you know they don't come from God. Because God Amen. is not about your He's not about He's not about what you're doing, whether it has come about you that is wrong, but He's about encouraging you to be able to move through whatever is wrong that you're going through. Yes. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get down and preach that tonight, but we're gonna just walk through First Thessalonians, I mean Second Thessalonians, the first chapter, and um, me and our uh, pastor share this one um, next week. I will let her go on, and we will just take parts of sharing the Great Apocalypse, which is the second chapter, which is, I think, it's seventeen verses. Tonight, we are only going to be going through 12. But, well, we'll just share and talk with you about what what Paul is writing to uh, the, the Church of Thessalonians. Paul, you want me to go ahead and read, Pastor? Yes, I'm almost to the house, yes. Okay. Paul and Sylvanius and Timothy, to the church of Thessalonians in God, 
our Father in the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is a letter of a, he's writing a letter to them. And he's acknowledging who's with him and who is inspiring him to write this letter to them. He said, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And in, and in this verse, he talks about, he wants them to understand. And he's coming to them to talk about God's final judgment and glory. Amen. Amen. In the third third verse, it says, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting because your faith grows exceedingly and the love of every one of you all abound towards each other. And here, here Paul makes a personal, he, he totally tells them personally how much he believes in them. And sometimes we need people to tell us how much they believe in us. Um, as we walk down this pilgrim path, we have our ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? Some of us may have done drink before, done drugs before, and we relapsed and went back into it. And sometimes we need people to come and encourage us because sometimes those are just the, the the vices of the adversary to try to take you out of where you are in God. And here Paul is encouraging them to let them know one thing, that he loves them. He loves every one of you all abound towards each other. And he knows that the love that they have abounds towards each other, and he's encouraging that he loves them too. Amen? He goes on to say, and so that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecution and trials that you endure. Hmm. Here Paul told them especially what he appreciated them for. We need to always let people know why we appreciate them. Amen. You know, not just to tell somebody, you know, I really I really adore you, I really appreciate you, but you need to tell them why you appreciate them. To let them understand where your appreciation of who they are is coming from. We're in a very elementary place tonight and talking about this this in, in this Bible study. <laughs> the Bible study. And we want you to understand that we need to be able to encourage each other when we're going through something. And I love what Paul says here. He says, I'm going to read it one more time. And he says, so that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience and faith and all your persecution and tribulation that you endured. He says, we boast because 
of your patience and your faith. So we, we, we tell everybody about you, about how you endured trials and tribulations, but still when you came out, you still believed in God and you had faith in God and you trusted in God. See, I've been through some things this weekend, but I still believe in God and I still trust in God. I didn't let what I went through, I didn't let what I went through take me out of him. You know what I'm saying? Because it came against him that was in me and it attacked what I want what what I desire to be about to try to make me fall to say I I'm through with it I, I I'm just going to live my life in the world and be who I am but I know that if I do that then they get the victory Paul is saying here to the other churches that I want to let you know that the church of Thessalonians is going through things and enduring things but they still have patience and faith in God. Yes, yes. If you can't, you can't worry about how other people look at you, about what you're going through, but you've got to understand that who you are and what you're going through. Oh, come on now. What I'm yes. trying to tell you is this, that you need to be able to to have those people that know who you are in the spirit and not worry about what they're seeing in the flesh. Amen. Because everything that they see in the flesh is not the work of you, but is the work of that spirit that's coming against you. But they know who you are inside, warring against that spirit from the outside. The Bible says, greater is he that's in you than he that's on the outside. So it's about him coming against you on the outside. But greater is the spirit of God that's in you. You know? God. Every every Monday, <laughs> to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Amen. So we want to understand that 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 we need that this weekend, and and I, and and God put me in this place to want to talk about this tonight because. I needed some words of encouragement. I called out to the prayer warriors and prayed for me because I was going through something Friday into Saturday, you know, dealing with some elements of my life that uh, 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 just just overcame me, and 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 and, and, and fell apart. And can, can I be real with you tonight? And 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 needed some people to pray for me and and pray continuously for me that I would make it through. We all all need people to help us make it through. Let me just stop here uh, and I'll be moving into the fifth verse after I read this. I just want to read this. It says encouragement is in the oxygen of the soul. Everyone needs it and they perform better when they get it. Paul Paul understood this fact. So in the letter he tells his friends how much he boasts about them all over Asia. Good leaders literally hand out encouragement. It costs little to affirm others, yet pays great dividends. In this text, Paul capitalizes on the power of encouragement and teaches us a few things along the way encouragement should be. 
And he taught us in the beginning about encouraging one another. You know, the hardest thing is not to have someone that you can call on the telephone and tell your story or what you're going through, and they don't down you, but they encourage you that you can make it through. You know, you know, you you have them people that some you know which ones you can't call because those are the ones that are not they want to bring damnation on you about what you're going through. Amen. But here, Paul tonight is talking about, and and I know this was fitting for 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 me to speak on about what I went through this weekend that I needed some words of encouragement. Mm. You know. And those that went through some things this weekend, they also needed some words of encouragement because the devil was on his job this weekend. Yes, he was. Yes, Lord. Amen. But we thank God for being God, and we thank God's people for being God's people. We're we're right now, for anyone just coming on the line, we're in the fifth verse. Amen. And we'll just go back over and tell you what we talked about in the third and the fourth verse, that Paul gave a personal, told them personally how much he believed in them. And, and, and when you read that part, you'll understand what I'm saying, those that have just come on the line, that, that sometimes you've got to personally contact somebody to let them know how much you believe in them when they're going through. Amen. You know, it, it, it ain't like sending me a text because that sounds good, but there's nothing like hearing your voice to let me give me personal act, act hallelujah, giving me personal, you know, yeah. a personal accusation coming out of your mouth and how you believe in me. Hallelujah. You know, um, in the fourth verse, he pointed out, he told them, and he told them specifically what he appreciated them for. You need to let people know why you appreciate them. Here in the fourth verse, I'll just go back over because we're going into the fifth verse next. He says, so that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience, faith, and all your persecution and tribulation that you endure. So, so he's telling them we are specifying why Mm-mm-mm. Somebody, why we appreciate you? See, we appreciate the fact that when you were going through, you still had patience and faith in God, mm. and yes. that's something to tell somebody because you know what? Some people get weary in the middle of going through something and fall apart. They don't want to believe in God and where's God at while I'm going through. But God is always with us because he said he shall never leave us or forsake us. So God is always with us. It's just that we acknowledge his presence and when we're going through. Yes, Lord, yes. And what I mean, acknowledge his presence, that when we're going through, are we calling out his name? My God. We have to understand that. Let's go on down to the fifth verse, and he says in the fifth and sixth verse we're going to read together. He says, which is manifested evidence of the righteous judgment of God that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which you also suffer, since it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation, those who trouble you. Mm-hmm. Yes, see, yeah. see, you you got to know one thing. 
that here what 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 Paul is telling them is he had a goal and he was shooting for he was shooting for in their lives their motivation and vindication. See, 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 no matter what you go through, there's a place of vindication for you about what you go through. Yeah, you may have fell in the day, but there's a place of vindication that vindicates you about where you fell at. Amen. You know, because there's something that came against you to make you fall. My Lord, my Lord. What God says here, and I I love what God says and, and, and what Paul says, he says, but one thing, since it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation those who trouble you. And believe me, those that have, that have come against you in whatever manner, form, or fashion, God will repay them. This is, this is why the Bible says that the that vengeance is not yours, but vengeance is of the Lord. You know, you, you know, you know, the adversary may come against us in whatever form, fashion, through people, whatever, but know this. That, that their day will come that the vengeance of God will fall on them. You know what I'm saying? Because God will vindicate you when you give acknowledge to him and when you're going through. Amen. I want to go back up to the fifth verse because I want, I, I, I want to share that one thing. He says, which is the manifestation evidence of the righteous judgment of God that you may be a you may count it, be counted worthy of the kingdom of God. And, and God wants to count you to be worthy of his kingdom. You, you, know, you know, let me tell you something. Everybody don't pass every test that, be, that they're tested with. Amen. You know, it's a shame how we sit in front of people and act like we're holier now and we pass everything. But we don't. I don't. I don't pass everything. But, you know, I have a desire to, to, to move forward in the place that I fell. You know, I, I, I'm seeking to get to that place. Paul said one thing, I yet not have obtained, you know what I'm saying? He said, I'm not going to say that I obtained because I have not obtained everything, and I, and I have not either. Amen. But I don't need my sisters or my brothers in Christ to tear me down, but motivate me and encourage me to be more than I am, somebody. And this is what Paul is telling the Church of Thessalonians, that I want to give you words of encouragement that you keep fighting the good fight of faith. You You keep moving towards that higher place in Christ Jesus, no matter Amen. what comes. You know, you may, you may fall today, but he said, get back up. That's all you got to do is get back up. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because every day is a new day in Christ Jesus. Yes, yes, it is. What was done yes, yesterday, believe me, when you go to God and you repent and you ask for forgiveness, he puts it in a sea of forgetfulness. Yes, he does. And remembers it no more, and he moves you on. It's just about being able to repent and ask God for forgiveness, because one day, one day will not just diminish who you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 And here he goes on in the seventh verse, and he says, "To give to you who are troubled, rest with us." when the Lord Jesus was revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. He goes to Kevin. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, 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 uh. We're going to stop there and we want to know Do anyone have any comments That they want to make about the first six verses That were were read We are open This is the open forum And we are always ready to hear Somebody else's Mm. Well amen Amen Telling us to have patience Patience and faith When we're going through My Lord Mm. When you go through the toughest time, you gotta have patience. When you, you always said the end of the line, the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What will we we do without our faith? What will we do without it, Lord? Mm. That's all Amen. I have. Amen. Mm. Amen. That that is that is one of the most powerful things because while I was going through the other day, I sat and watch what was going on around me with such patience. I didn't get scared. I didn't get around. But I started calling on God because I had faith. I had faith that whatever it is, even though I might have put myself in the midst of what it is and and, and had to endure it, but you know what? I believe in the God that that is of Isaac, Jacob. You know, in Abraham, I, I believed in that God that He would He would be able to come and bring peace and keep peace in my spirit because He said that He said my peace surpasses all understanding and protects the heart and the mind. And I had to I had to rest on His word in, in going through. Couldn't reach out to a lot of you at the hour that it was that I was going through. In the midnight hour, going into the early morning hour, because a lot of y'all will sleep, and a lot of y'all ain't going to answer your phone. But then it makes me think about that old song that I got Jesus. All I got to do is call him up. Call him up. Tell him what I want. You know, Jesus on the main line. Just call him up. And um, that's where I went until I was able to share. But... That's what I had. I just had patience and I had faith that God would, you know. And even though I may have opened the door for all that to happen, I still relied on God. Because sometimes yes. we we misunderstand some of the doors that we open to let the adversary in. Thank you for clarifying that. Thank you. Sometimes we misunderstand the doors that we open to let the adversary in. Yes. Amen. But we thank God for our prayer warriors, that when we call on them, those that are true friends of God, to anyone listening to this recording or or on the line tonight, that when you can call on people to go into battle with you, because everybody won't go into battle with you. My Lord. You know what I'm saying? You know, the ones that you know are going to battle with you, and I'll go into battle with anybody because I'm going to pray for them right there while we're on the phone. I'm not going to say, yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, 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 when I get off the phone, I'm going to know. I want to pray. I want you to know that I'm I'm stepping in this battle with you. Because right. I can tell you I'm stepping in a battle. I get off the phone and be distracted and go dealing with something else and never get in a battle with you. But mm. even when people on Facebook say somebody need, I had a, I had a pastor write me back. He said it wasn't my child. Somebody asked me to put that on my page. 
But I thank God for you, man of God, because I know one thing. You opened up and started praying, and you wrote a prayer for that for that person. And now I know that when I need somebody to pray for me, I know you will go into battle for me. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes. And, it's not, and, 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 and that's what we, be, we need to see in one another. Not that I'll pray for you later on, but I'm going to pray for you now. You know why? Because Amen. God says one thing in Scripture, in Hebrews, he says, now faith is a substance of things. He didn't say later. He said now. So if he says now, we serve a now God. Amen. So when we need help, we need to be able to come to each other's help now. Amen. Let me let me carry on. So it says in the seventh verse, and you and to give you who are troubled rest with us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels and flaming flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So so here Paul is, is letting them know that the, the vengeance of God is going to come. And when it comes, it's going to be poured out on those that don't believe in God and those that didn't walk according to the gospel of God, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And 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 I want I want to make this clear to you. It, 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 we may all error in our walk, but we have a desire to walk with Him. Can I can I be real? Because you know, it's, it's, it's these people. I keep telling these people that act like they're holier than thou, but they error just as just as bad as the rest of us ever. But yet they act like they're so perfect. Mm. But the thing about it is that even in their error. It's no different than the error we make because we have a desire to get back up and be with Christ. Amen. We have a desire to follow the gospel. Yes. Yes, Lord. And he said, who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ? And we have a desire to obey the gospel and to walk mm-hmm. in the gospel. My God. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm just hearing that 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 in order for you to obey, you have to change the environment that you're that's around you. Sometimes. Amen. Amen. And that's that's even in in some 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 uh, 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 relationships, even in some churches, even in some Amen. some people dealing with ministry that don't speak truth. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you got to be real. You know what I'm saying? You may not have to confess your true story, but you got to be able to be 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 open to when somebody else is going through because you don't went through. Amen. You know, Amen. I, 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 what I get is people that want to make you look bad, like they ain't never, like nothing ever happened with them. My Lord Jesus, they ain't never been, they ain't never went through nothing, and they didn't fall. And, and and don't understand. See me today. I I don't hold nothing against nobody because I know what it is to fall and have to get back up. Come on now. Amen. I, I I know what I know what it is 
to 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 everything that's going on right, and then one thing comes along one day and tears you right down, and then God got to build you back up again. My Lord. So here we we are understanding that God is letting us know that His vengeance will come. He goes mm-hmm. off in the ninth verse, and he says, "These shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord." and from the glory of his power. Amen. And when he comes in that day to be glorified in his saints, to be admired among all those who believe, because our testimonies among you was believed. And and, and, and that's powerful that, that he's letting us know that, that we got to have real testimonies. You know, the thing about it, people won't talk about, being saved and fell, but got back up. Mm. People won't talk about that. I went through something. I, I, I was watching. I watch a show called. Uh, um, oh, what is it called? It's on VH1. It's a a, a, a tattoo uh, parlor in New York. And I watched a guy today. Guy. Hey. Yeah, uh, what is in something of ink? Yeah, black ink. <laughs> yeah, black. Yeah. So I was watching it, and it just took me to let you to let me know that we all sometimes fall back vulnerable to the things where we want to where we want to go hard from what we're going through. Mm, amen. And the, and the young man, the young man. He still did. He says, man, I'm going through this. They sent him a thing about paying child support. He had never had to pay it, and his girlfriend was trying to get vengeance on him. And the next place they showed him, he's walking the streets of Harlem at night in the rain, drinking beer, saying how he's trying to chase away the feeling for a little while. And 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 whether whether I'm gonna tell you something, whether it's alcohol, whether it's a, a man being a womanizer, or a woman being a, a manizer, or somebody else going out to alleviate themselves from something that they're going through, you know what I'm saying? We've all been in them places to go alleviate ourselves. Mm. Amen. And 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 we tend to walk around and want to make people think that we're so perfect when we're not. And this is why God says here about let let your testimony speak. Mm, let me read. Let me read it again because I I need you all to grab that. He says because our testimonies among you was believable. See, Paul said the testimonies that we gave you were believable. See, Paul. Paul wasn't wasn't scared to tell us in the Bible that whenever I desired to do good, evil was always present, and I didn't do good. See, that was a testimony to let us know. But how many of us is going to tell somebody in leadership today that I tried to do good, but evil was present, and I just didn't do it? But here's a man that wrote almost 80% of the New Testament and was able to tell you that. Amen. Here's another, here's another one that he said that even when he desired to do right, mm. you know, he said he had a desire to do right, but he didn't do it. Come on, man. Y'all go look them scriptures up. 
That was his testimony. But he had a true testimony because he said one thing that I that even though I didn't do right, I got up and I started pressing towards the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus. He said I I, I still was pressing towards something even though I I went to the left when I should have stayed right, but I went left when I came back right to press on. Philippians, my Lord, mm-hmm. you know we read that we studied that. Mm-hmm. We have to understand. We have to understand that 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 when it comes to testimony, we need to have two testimonies. Why they don't happen in church no more? Because in the old church, everybody tried to make their testimony greater than the next one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, it's the, the stories. Fifteen, twenty minutes. Yeah. And, and and back in them days, if you wanted to hear some stories, <laughs> let somebody get up and testify. Somebody else will get up and make their testimony greater than the next one. <laughs> and my grandmother used to say, listen to them, test the line. <laughs> tell it. Say that again. You know, but let's move Amen. on. Amen. Let's just talk a little more about where we at. And he lets us know that when he comes in the day to be glorified in his saints and to abstain among those who believe. And he and he's saying that I'm, I'm going to be lifted up because I'm going to be, when I come, I'm going to be lifted about those that believed in me, those that, that knew that I was. And they might not have done everything right. But they still believe in me. See, see, we 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 got to know that that Jesus died on the cross for our sins for everything. But it was just about us being able to believe in Him. Amen. Jesus never said that you was not going. Jesus never said that you was going to be perfect. Show me the Bible where Jesus said, "Let you be perfect to be with me." He knew it, my Lord. But he told us to believe in him, have faith in him, trust in him. Okay. And we can we can see him at the end of our lives. Amen. Amen. You know, you you think about Job. Look what Job went through. Job could have gave up God at any other time and stopped believing in who he was or whatever. And 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 the victory would have went to the adversary. But he didn't. He still believed. Amen. Yes, Lord, yes. Any comments, anyone? Amen. Amen, amen, amen. But since no one got no comments, we're going to the verse. And he says, therefore, we also pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of his calling. Mm-mm-mm. And fulfill the God the good pleasures of his goodness in the works of faith with power. Can can we just talk about that for a minute? You know Amen. what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. He says, Therefore, we also pray always for you that our God will count you worthy of his calling and, and, and we need to always pray about one another, you know what I'm saying? I I I, I, I you know if you can't remember people's names, you know, pray. Just say, Lord, please. I pray for all those that you know are attached to my heart. 
Amen. You know, those that, that I have come into company with, those that I have come into fellowship with, you know what I'm saying? You know, because all of us want to walk worthy of the calling of God. Amen. And, then, you know, one thing about it, that, and, and y'all, ain't, y'all, y'all may not take what I'm getting ready to say, but I'll show it to you, that it ain't about you determining how worthy you are about the worthiness of what God calls you is. It's about God called you, and he knew how worthy you could be. Amen. Amen. And, and, and just let me just let me just stop right there and show you proof of what I'm saying in Ephesians. He says, I therefore, in the fourth chapter of Ephesians, he says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. Mm-hmm. He says, I beseech you to walk worthy of the calling yes. with which you were called. You understand what I'm saying? So he's letting you he's letting you know that I called you. Didn't nobody else call you. I called you. For I called you. It's, it's, See what it's I'm saying? telling us right here that God, right here that God chose us. He chose us. Amen. And and see that's what you've got to understand that you didn't choose God, but God chose you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 And and this is what we have to understand, that God, anyone that's coming online, we are down at verse 11 of chapter, uh, in the first chapter, Second Thessalonians. So he says, therefore, we also pray always for you that our God will count you worthy of his calling. Mm-hmm. And fulfill, and fulfill all the gospel, all the good pleasures of His goodness, and a work of faith with power. And 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 we we need to always pray for one another. Other yes. things that God has put in His Word that He will exercise through all of us. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know we always got to be ready. To pray for one another. Yes. Yes, Lord. You know, and, and that's that's one of the things we pray for who we want to pray for. When we need to pray for everybody in the body of Christ. Whoever asks for prayer, you should start raising in there. That's why the Bible. The Bible says that we should pray for one another. Yes. And then the Bible says that we should pray for one another unceasingly. Amen. And that don't mean if you're not if the person not saved, you ain't supposed to pray for them. You're supposed to pray for them anyway. Doesn't matter whether they saved or not. You're still supposed to pray for what them. What does the Bible says that we should pray for one another? Everybody. So it didn't. It didn't say, okay, saints, you should pray for saints and only saints. It said we should mm-hmm. pray for one another. 
We should pray for our children. We should pray for our family members. Even if they saved or unsaved, we should pray for anyone and be able to offer offer up prayer because we are all God's children. Yes, God. Yes, yes. God made us all. Yes, he did. And he don't make mistakes. And just that some of us are God's chosen children, but we are all God's children. Yes. Any comments from anyone on the line? To God be the glory. In the 12th verse, it says, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you, Mm. in you and him, according to the grace of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul is saying that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you, that you you may walk and be glorified in the name of him that's in you. See, Jesus Jesus is in us, no matter how we look at it, and that he should be always glorified. You know, do we 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 call on God more the 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 the, ooh, the word God than we say the word the name Jesus? Yes, yes, we do. But 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 we can we can go with the theologians and say, okay, well they're one and the same, but they are one and the same. But the power on the earth has been given over to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Our praises should be under Jesus because mm-hmm. Jesus says mm-hmm. one thing, and Jesus does not. Jesus does not push back the Father because Jesus says that when we pray, He says, "Ask the Father anything in My name, and I will do it." Yes, but He says, in order for it to be done, you got to ask it in My name. Yeah. To the Father. Yes. You can't go to the Father and say, God, could you do such and such? No, you got to go and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, could you do such and such? Hallelujah. And why a lot of us ain't seeing nothing done? Because we're not doing it according to the word of God. Amen. He, he said, ask the Father in my name. And he didn't say that the Father would do it. He said, and, and then I will do it. Amen. My Lord, my Lord. Why we, why, that's why it says here. Amen. That's a wonderful thing that you just said, Pastor, because a lot of times we pray, and we're just praying what we think we want or what we think somebody needs. Praying in the Holy Spirit will take care of all the things that we need. But it's interesting because what you just said really goes with what was said in verse 11. Okay, and it began with, um, it's with this mind. What mind that we're supposed to be praying with? The same mind that they prayed constantly for the brethren with. And that mind is mentioned in the 10th verse. Okay, that the patience of the Lord, from the majesty of his power, on the day that he comes and is glorified in his holy people to be marveled among all of those having believed, believed what? It's by what 
the word of God that was taught by the apostles, the word of God that is brought here where Paul was speaking, it's by the word of the testimony of Jesus Christ that we Amen. should be believing and praying and nothing else. Because our opinions don't matter. Amen. But that's why the word tells us that whose mind should we have. Let us all have the same mind as Christ Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so in order for us to have that mind, we've got to be filled with the gospel. Because yeah. the gospel is the mind of Christ Jesus. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I don't know if anybody ever brought that out to you about when it says that let us have the same mind that's in Christ Jesus. But the mind that's in Christ Jesus, we read in the gospel. That mm-hmm. was, the gospel is the mind of Christ Jesus. Amen. Don't let nobody fool you. That's why, that's why we need to have that mind. And with that mind, we're able to exercise the authority that Christ Jesus gave us because it was him that gave us the authority over that, the elements of this world. Mm-hmm. You know, say he reestablished it. The Father God gave it to Adam and Eve, but then they lost it when they got kicked out of paradise, when they turned it over to the adversary. Then Jesus came and regained it when he went down and took the keys of death from the adversary. He gave dominion and, and all that back under man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gave mm-hmm. us the dominion. We didn't have, in the Old Testament, they didn't have dominion no more. Mm-hmm. Because Adam and Eve had lost the dominion. But then when Jesus came, Jesus went back and took everything back that he had taken, and he released it back to us. That's why he turned around and gave us the power and authority over sickness and that we could heal people and that we could cast out demons. Amen. You know, and all we got to do is cast everything out in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? And we, we, we come to want to pray and lay hands on people, and, it, and that don't work. <laughs> you can lay hands on somebody with a, with a foul spirit all you want to, and all that's going to happen, five out of ten, it might transfer from them to you. Amen. <laughs> but God said, and Jesus gave us that authority, it was a spoken word that brings a spirit out of someone else. Yes. 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 It's a spoken word that you yes. speak it out. You don't. You never seen, and 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 it's just a few that, if any, if I can remember, mm-hmm. the Holy Ghost bring back my memory that Jesus laid his hands to cast out uh, a demonic spirit. Mhm. Mhm. The only time that Jesus laid hands on anyone was to heal. Amen. But whenever whenever it came to a spirit, a foul spirit of somebody, he spoke it out. He asked, he called, he said, who are, he would say, who are you? Who are you? What is your name? Mm-hmm. And he passed that on down to, to, to Peter, Paul, John, and the rest of the disciples, the apostles, mm-hmm. that they did the same thing. And, 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 and one time the power over Peter was so powerful about that that, that it wasn't about him casting out, but he was healing people with his shadow. Oh, yeah. 
That's he what we talked about today. He could walk by a person and they would be healed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bishop, member of the Lord. Huh? Remember what we talked about earlier? Who are you? That's it. Who are you? The thing about it is that we have got caught up into looking to the hills which come as our help. Yeah. And all of our help comes from the Lord. But, you know, you got to go back. That's Old Testament scripture. They didn't have what you had. They didn't have the authority. They had no authority over sickness or demonic forces. Amen. But Jesus gave us the authority. Why are we saying looking to the hill was coming our help when we have that that's in us? He says, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Right. Mm. My Lord Jesus. And Jesus. this is where we, we're, we're talking in a place that we need to encourage each other to be able and motivate each other to be able to utilize the words that Jesus Christ spoke to yes. us and the authority that we truly walk on in this earth. My Lord. But we got everybody running to God. And I think sometimes God sits up there and looks at us and says, wow, why they keep calling on me and my son gave him the power to do it? I, I can't do nothing. But I don't, I, I mind him calling on me to help him. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, when you read the scriptures, you will look at it and you will say to yourself, wow, here, here we're always praying and, and doing this and doing that when he gave you the authority to do what you got to do. Mm. All you got to do is speak it in his name. Yeah. The Bible says there's no greater name between heaven and earth than the name of Jesus Christ. That every yeah. knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So if, if Jesus gave us authority, and authority is unctioned by the by, by the power of the speaking of his name, why why are we looking to the hills which come as our help? My Lord. Why are we why are we saying, God, come down and, and straighten this out? And God is looking at it, oh, I ain't you straighten it out. <laughs> I can't do and do you know God can't do nothing? Mm-mm. I, I I know some of you people on it probably saying, wow. But I'm telling you, truth, God can't do nothing because he gave all power to the Son. And to the second resurrection, Jesus, after the second resurrection, he will have placed all power back into the Father's hands. Mm-hmm. And he says in his word that we have to go through his Son. He does. The Jesus said, no, I'm going to the Father, it's through me. Yes. Right. So how can you go around in your prayer and say, you know, God, I need you right now, God. Please come here, God. And God is probably saying, okay, I'm there, I'm there but the only one that could operate is my son. Because mm. God said, I should never leave you or forsake you. So God is with us, but the only one that can operate in our lives is Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus. And this is what Paul was was pressing out to them. And everything that Paul said here was about, he talked about God the Father, but he 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 lifted up. And for the y'all, we're in the uh, second Thessalonians, the first chapter, and we're down at the uh, 12th verse. 
And he says, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him. See, see, and glorified in us, but also in him. Yes. And, and, and can I tell you all where that came from? Let me tell you all where that came from. Because Jesus said, if I'm in you and you in me, then we are one. Amen. <laughs> Jesus said, if I'm in you and you in me, then we are one. And here it just puts it in a different way and may and may be glorified in you and you in him. Mm-hmm. So don't think that you can't be glorified, but your glory is not of you, but it's of him that's in you that he may be glorified. Amen. 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 Oh, yeah. And he says, according to the grace of our God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. So the grace that you got came from God. Amen. And let me let me break that down to you for some of you that may not understand, that the grace of God was the unmerited favor of God that he gave us. God gave us that gift. And the, and, and the auction and the, and, and the activation of that gift is activated through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yes. The grace of God is activated through the Holy Spirit. My Lord. You know, and this is why, again, we got to encourage each other. Like I said, I went through something this week, and I thank all the ones I seen when I looked at there, and they were saying these words and making me feel like, okay, you know what I'm saying? If I would have felt like I couldn't make it through, they encouraged me that I could. All right. You know what I'm saying? And it's a shame that, that you have... <laughs> you have like 500 people on your line, and only it's only about 20 people come and encourage you in prayer. Mm-hmm. I don't worry about my family members because some of them will say, some of them ain't. So, you know, they just do Facebook, Facebook. But when I look at the pastors and the prophets and all of them that I got on my ministry, and then when I look to see when I ask for prayer, and 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 then I look to see who came. I know those are the ones that I can count on. Amen. And guess what? They can count on me when they go through something. Praise God. Because as I told you, as I told you every, earlier, everybody that that are with you sometimes ain't willing to step in the battle with you when you got to go to battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say that again. You okay. know. What I'm Everybody that say I'll go with you when it's time. Oh, don't worry. If you ever go through something, just call me. Blah blah blah. And you could call them Peter. on the telephone. Peter, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? there, there, they had that Peter spirit. I'm gonna do. I'll be there. But when the time comes and you get confronted, I'll know. They'll be like Peter. <laughs> they just won't know you the three times. <laughs> that you reached out. 
and that's twofold. Uh, as I said earlier, that some of y'all are repeated, that you know two warriors with you because no matter who writes something when they're going through something on Facebook, I'm going to write a prayer in my comments. Praise God. I ain't just telling you I'm going to pray for you. If me on the telephone and you say, you know, uh, please pray for me, Pastor, uh, and keep me in prayer, we're going to pray right there. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because I'm not going to tell you I'm going to pray for you later on and get distracted or something and never pray for you mm-hmm. at all. Because mm-hmm. then I neglected going into battle with you for what you're going through. Mm-hmm. That could mean that person's life down. That's right. I might need you at that particular time. Your mm-hmm. words might be, your voice might be the voice that needs to be heard. Yes. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you something. Let me tell you all something, and, and, and this is being real. Whenever sometimes that I have fallen, see, I, I ain't a person that's just going to lie and act like I ain't never fell. But if I've fallen, I try to reach out to somebody that I know is righteous to get a prayer through for me. I know that's right. The Bible says, the Bible, and, and I had to look at that one day, and I said, you know, I can pray all I want, but I'm going to. And I ain't saying God might not hear me, but I know one thing, that if the principalities of the air could stop uh, uh, Daniel's prayer, what could it do for my prayer and I done, and I done fail? Okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I better reach out to somebody that I know that's living right, and I might have to reach out to five or six because everybody might not tell the truth. So I might have to reach out to five or six people that I feel are righteous to be able to get a prayer through for me. Because the Bible says the prayers, now watch this word. He says the prayers of the righteous prevail of much. That's right. So that means that I got to reach out to a righteous person when I'm going through something or I fell in some kind of place or area that I got to get to a righteous person to get a prayer through for me. Yes. That's interesting because Daniel, yes, he could pray. We know he's noted. The word makes it clear that he prayed. But when he got caught up, it didn't stop the fact that he had an excellent spirit. So the word doesn't say righteous. At that point, and it lets us know that even with a so-called excellent spirit, principalities could still hold it up. Amen. Amen. Let us know in the New Testament that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man is going to avail. Right. It ain't about excellency. It's about righteousness. Glory to God. Right. right. That's powerful. Right. That's powerful. That is. That is. And we have to understand that. That that sometimes when we're going through something or we fall in an area, we need to reach out to someone that we feel is righteous. Now, I'm telling you, sometimes you might have to reach out to four or five people because everybody ain't going to tell you the truth of what they're living. So, <laughs> you know, so sometimes you got to reach out. As I said earlier, you know, so many people in the body of Christ, and, and, and we're still where we at with what Paul is talking about, that are uh, walking around like they're holy and then bow. But, but God said that none of us, he, he let us know that we're all striving towards perfection, but we're not perfect. Amen. You know, and, and, and like I told you earlier, uh, uh, one of the most evident uh, uh, personalities that we've met in the word of God is, is, is Paul. 
Because Paul was more than 80% of the New Testament, but one thing about Paul, Paul told you the truth. He said, whenever whenever I want to do good, evil is always present, and I don't do it. He said, even I have a desire to do right, and I do wrong. And here's a man, here's a man had the spirit of the Holy Spirit in him, but still was fighting with the flesh, but was able to give a true testimony to let us know that, you know, all the time, you know, don't have to fight. You have to get back up. You might fall. Get back up. <clears throat> Amen. And, that, and that's why I tell leaders, I don't walk around like, listen, when you're going through something, I can identify with you, and I'm right there with you. My people, Lord. people wonder why why a lot of leaders call me and stuff like that. And they tell me they per- what they personally going through because you know what? They know I'm going to go there with them because I've been there too. Amen. And they know I ain't going to tell their business. One thing, and that's, that's, a, that's a good thing, but also I can identify with what they're going through. And, 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 you know, one thing about it, the Bible says that we should have an open confession before somebody. Yes. Mm. My Lord. And you just got to wonder who you can have one by that they ain't going to go out and tell all your business about what you told them. I, I preached in a church called Free Will Baptist Church in Queens, New York, and I told them people, you got to watch who you pray around because people hear your prayer, they know what you're going through. Mm. And then you wonder why everybody in the church is looking at you because you told you said your prayer out there at the altar in front of all them other people, and they were listening because you got some people with, with with busy ears, and they heard what you were praying about and praying what happened, and they went and told everybody what they heard you pray for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got you to watch who you pray around. Uh, yes. <clears throat> Don't think people... Everything ain't very funny. Yeah. That's it. Don't think people get get some of the stuff of what's going on in your life that God told them. Sometimes you told them. <laughs> Amen. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You gotta know. You gotta know who you can pray with, who you can pray, and who you can pray around. That's why. That's why God told us one thing. He said, "Go into your secret closet." Mm-hmm. He had to say that for a reason. Because God knew that people run around and hear your your prayer and, and, and will tell your business. Mm. He, said that, he, he said that what you do in secret, he will reward you openly. Mm-hmm. Amen. If I, if I ran and, 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 and gave Pastor Albright $1,500 tomorrow for something and blessed him with that, that ain't that ain't. For me to run around and tell everybody what I did for her. Amen. But what it is that, and I just use myself, I, I, uh, um, a lady many, many, many years ago, this is when I was a minister in North Carolina, and um, I wouldn't pray for her uh, and prophesy to her. She was real sick. I've come to find out. And... Um, that's what God showed me and told me how she told her to tell me, you know, told me to tell her how she was going to be healed. And about a month later, I was at that same church. This lady, they was having testimony service. She jumped out the aisle, and she 
told. Because what I did to her was in secret. And I didn't tell nobody. I prophesied to her. I spoke a word to her, nothing. But that lady got right out of the house and said, that man, that minister right there, bless my soul because I was about ready to die. And he gave me the scripture and prophesied the word over me. Amen. Because whatever you do in secret, God will truly reward you over you. Amen. You know, and you you got to be a you got to be a leader today, to be able to encourage people and people be able to find that confidentiality in you. You know what I'm saying? Because we we have walked in this this life from childhood to now, and we have watched pastors get on the pulpit and preach people business and have people lead the church and be mad and stuff like that because they told them something in confidentiality or that them, that man and that his wife was going through something. And all of a sudden, you across the you know, man, uh, Though we don't need that kind of leadership today. That's right, really. We need the leadership that, that, that let the word of God bring conviction on a person mm-hmm. about what they're going through. And not you getting up in the pool, but talking about a situation that, that you know they're in, and all of a sudden you want to talk about Not something Lord. just like that this Sunday. You know what I'm saying? So it's about yeah. us being, being able to strengthen one another. My God. Amen. Well, we thank everybody. We thank you all. Uh, was you all on tonight, uh, Elder? No, we didn't go on tonight. I gave right. him up. She had an interesting week, so. Okay. Uh, break, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll be back. I'll, I'll, don't worry. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> okay. Please, please just post it on my page. <clears throat> again, again tonight, and I'm going to just read and posting this out. And next next Tuesday, uh, Pastor Washington will be opening up the Great Apostolic. Mm-hmm. Monday. Uh, uh, next Monday in the second chapter. But tonight, Paul was just giving the church of Thessalonia words of encouragement. Yes. And, and I just want to read something. He says, encouragement is the oxygen of the soul. And it is because when somebody encourages you, it boosts up your soul to make wow. you know that, that I can do whatever I need to do. You know, it's it's nothing like not having nobody ever giving you some encouraging words and what you're doing for Christ Jesus. I can't stand it when people want to beat you down and you're a child of God. Mm. And it says, everyone needs it, and they perform better when they get it. Yeah. Paul understood this fact. So in the letter, he tells his friends how much he boasts about them in all of Asia. <clears throat> it ain't nothing like talking about the people that you associate with in ministry. See, I ain't got a bad word to say about nobody that's in my circle. If they st- if they here and some of them still ain't here, I still ain't, I still have a good word to say about all of them. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because of wherever they at, I want them to know that I still love them. You know what I'm saying? 
and and whatever they're doing, I lift them up in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we need that. Mm -hmm. We need that. We don't need people to start. (laughs) We're supposed to be brothers and sisters in Christ, and we run around trying to down each other and, and beat each other down when we should be lifting each other up. The Bible says that we should lift each other up there. Amen. The Paul goes on this letter and says, good leaders literally hand out encouragement. It costs little to affirm others. Yet pay great dividends. In this text, Paul capitalizes on the power of encouragement and teaches us a few things along the way. Encouragement should be. And one of them was a personal when you encourage somebody, it should be an encur- a personal encouragement. Yes, I talked Lord. about it earlier. Shouldn't be. Uh, it shouldn't be that he says he told them personally how much he believed in them. You know, you got to tell people whether you believe in them or not. Amen. You know, and you don't need you don't need to send them a text. But you need to call them up on the phone or see them in person and be able to tell them and let them hear it from your voice. And you make it much more personal. Don't send a message to somebody. Hallelujah. It says that he also pointed out, and he told them specifically what he he appreciated about them. And you got to let people know what you appreciate about them. You know? When I when I when I look at the people that I've been associated with in this ministry, I can say what I appreciate. Well, I appreciate. I can tell you about Elder 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 Renee. I appreciate it because she's gonna say whatever she feels God has led her to say. Yep. <laughs> whether you like it or you don't like it, God bless you. I appreciate Pastor Washington because Pastor Washington, she gonna she gonna write it all down and read it right back to you and let you know what you said. <laughs> so you can't say you didn't say this because she don't wrote it down. And if you say you didn't say it, she's gonna say, "Oh, I wrote it down. Let me read it back to you." I appreciate it for that. Amen. Because you know why I appreciate her for that, and, and and let me bring that out because sometimes I do it. I always get my takes or whatever because sometimes the Holy Ghost speaks things in me that I don't even remember I said. Mm-hmm. Come on, How many of y'all done preached somewhere and then I made a recording and you listen to your own self and say, Tag on, I said that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. saying that. <laughs> and it's good to have somebody around that writes it down mm-hmm. and can bring it back to your attention, not only through the Holy Spirit, but also in the natural. Mhm. And then you know, I got I got Pastor Charles. Pastor <laughs> Pastor Charles. Mm-hmm. Pastor Charles is real, real submissive and real humble. Mhm. But also will stand up. You know what I'm saying? And then there's this Pastor Robin Albright. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, y'all know Robin Albright, y'all. <laughs> and Robin Albright. I love it. She speaks her mind. She, she going to speak her mind, another one in a movie. You know what I'm saying? I, I, hate, I hate to have her and, and, and Elder as a tag team, 
in the church service. <laughs> I might have to have them lock the doors. <laughs> that we doing? <laughs> you know, based on what you just said, Pastor, it just it, it kind of touches my heart because today in a lot of ministries, people are not teaching the integrity that we were obviously taught and brought up in becoming ministers. People don't have integrity anymore. They're, they're not uh-huh. accountable for what they say and do. They're just doing whatever. And mm. it's not good. There has to be an accountability. We have to be responsible for holding this gospel, and we have to be responsible as being leaders. We don't represent ourselves. We represent the kingdom of the most High God. Yeah. So, therefore, we have to watch what we say and do. I, I, we was taught to have a pen and a piece of paper that you write down and everything. Go home and research it. Even if you don't agree with something the leader has said, maybe you need to go home and search it out for yourself. But at least you can read it. You can read it from that piece of paper. You go in there and find out. And pray for your leaders. Pray for the Amen. people of God. Have bowels of mercy. Be concerned about our brothers and sisters. Because the same devil trying to take that one down today, I'll be Amen. trying to take me down tomorrow. And I'm going to need you to pray yeah. for me. Praise God. Say that's the sister. So we need to have bowels of mercy concerning each other. I haven't talked to Evangelist Easter. I haven't talked to Pastor Robin Albright. And, and some of you, we haven't talked. But I pray for you all the time. When I tell you I'm in God's face every day, I'm in God's face every day praying. I may not know your situation. I may not know what you're going through, but God knows. I'll wring out tongues in a heartbeat. It ain't got to be in English. My hearing don't have to be fruitful. I just need God to take it and handle your business. Because prayer will go where my feet won't go. Amen. I pray for each and every one of you. I love you so much. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Amen. But I just wanted to say that point out of that, 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 you know what I'm saying, you need to always point out to people why you appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and one thing that, that Paul talk, talked about tonight was about public. We need mm-hmm. to be able to acknowledge each other in the public. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> it's something when people... The Bible lets us know one. Honor those that should be honest. You know what I'm saying? And and don't wait till they're dead to honor them, but honor them while they're still alive. You Amen. know, don't give me don't bring flowers to my grave. Give me flowers while I'm still alive. Yeah. And that's what Paul did publicly. Publicly, <laughs> Paul said, and he told all the other churches how much he thought of the Thessalonians. And you need to tell people all the time. When they mention, oh, you're my elder, elder, um, and they, oh, mm, awesome woman of God. Thank God for You know, you need to be able to lift it up. Oh, 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 Pastor Nadine, Riley, what? Oh, awesome woman of God. You always need to, when a person speaks of a person's name, if you elevate them, you ain't got to worry about hearing something damaging that they may want to say about it because they, they, they know they can't say it to you. Mm, that's a good point. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Because whenever somebody says somebody's name, I say, oh, God, bless, that's an awesome man of God. Then I cut them off from saying anything negative. Mm, that's good. Amen. That's good. Yes, <laughs> Thank you for saying that, Pastor. You just, you don't know that you just cool something to me right there, because 
I'm one of those people, I will let you say it, I'll let you hang yourself, and when you finish, I'll say, okay, Lada, we done talked about that before we pray, let's share what your problem is. And that's usually how I do it. I mean, okay, now let's pray about your problem. And see, now they don't want to talk to you no more because they want to talk about that one and put that one down. But now when you bring it to them, okay, so what's your problem? What do we need to pray about for you? Mm, hallelujah. And see, that's why my phone don't ring all the time. I don't hear gossip. My name ain't in stuff. If it is, the devil is a liar because I don't mess with that. My brother, Amen. one thing I could say about Jesus, he came to save sinners. We were all in that place. And mm. who we are today is by the mercy and the grace of God. Yes. And we are all walking to do our very best in the things of God. And I can't say everybody, but I'm talking about us as leaders. We're trying. I mean, we know we got some leaders out here that ain't worth two cents. Some of them just went and wasn't sent by God. Some of them paid for their license and all kind of other stuff. Mm. The ones that have a heart after God, you're going to see in such a way, because God, I tell you, God is not playing with the ministry today. You're going to see leaders get up to preach and get right to the podium and fall dead right in their tracks. Because it's time that we stop playing with the things of God. It's time we stop playing with the word of God. It's time Mm -hmm. we represent who he is on this side of heaven. The devil coming in our homes and our pulpits, busting us upside the head, and we the one got the power. Devil is a liar, not today. That's why I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. My God. Pray for me. Amen. Amen. And the last thing that Paul wanted to know about encouraging, having encouragement and boasting about our fellow and um, fellow leaders and people in the body of Christ, <clears throat> he said he had a goal, and he was shooting for in their lives, their motivation and vindication. And that's the goal. We, we've always got to be in a place to motivate and be able to vindicate each other in situations. Amen. Amen. That's what You know, and, 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 and because a lot of times we need vindication <clears throat> because people are watch you go through something, and sometimes we need some people to come and be that vessel of vindication, to vindicate us about whatever we went through, you know, about, and not and not looking at us what we went through, but looking at us of who we are. Oh my God! Okay. You know, you know, you you could do you could do you could do a year of blessings and and healing people, and all you got to do is one thing wrong, and everybody want to vindicate you on what Amen. you did wrong. They wanna, they wanna, they wanna, they wanna look at you as that person. This is that one thing. They don't look at all the good things, but just that one, one wrong thing. And we thank God that God is not like that, and we shouldn't be like that if we are children of God. Amen. Amen. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping tonight that we all got something out of it. We're getting to that hour. We'll be looking to join. Uh, pastor on Wednesday night has 
Pastor Robin Albright will be coming in our revival called The Power of Prayer at 8 o'clock Wednesday night. We ask everyone, please come join us because this is the praying time. I'm telling you, I'm not the only one that went through something this weekend. The devil is at hand. Um, I understand everybody that's connected right now with uh, my men and women's conference. I'm getting calls. They're going through things. People are attacking them, but God is also opening up doors and blessing them as they've been coming through. Um, I, I believe what Pastor Washington wrote me and told me that with all that we're going through, because God has something so phenomenal that's going to happen. I know that's right. During that week of July, we want, we, and we we got the we got the reporter, so she's going to be able to report this whole thing. And <laughs> her and her news and her and her news article from out in Indianapolis. And Amen. we're going we're, we're gonna to just look at the mighty hand of God moving in such a miraculous way from uh, July 13th all the way to July 17th. And um, mm-hmm. we're, you know, you know, we're all going to be there. God, I mean, the adversary is trying to hinder and make it impossible for some of us to do what we got to do. But you know what? We trust and believe in God. And we know that um, it's about God's purpose. It's about God being glorified, and God is a way maker. And Jesus will open up the doors for us to get to where we need to be. Amen. 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 And with that, we're going to go on and close out. We thank God for everyone that was here. Father God, we ask you to bless everyone on the line, everyone that had a desire to come but could not make it. And, Father God, we thank those that came and had to leave early because we saw some people come up, but they had to leave, and we just asked you to bless them right now. And, Father God, we ask that you order out your angels tonight to stand guard over their beds. Father God, that the angels may watch over them, that no hurt, harm, and danger may come from the point, from the hand of the adversary in any way, form, or fashion. Father God, and that you will touch them early in the morning with the finger of love and wake them up on due time and go on one more day in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you. If we had a thousand tongues, we couldn't thank you enough for all you have done, shall do, and Uh will do in our lives. But we thank you. And we glorify you. We magnify you. We exalt you. And we decree and declare all the words that have been spoken in the mightiest name between heaven and earth. In Jesus of Nazareth, we pray. Amen. 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 As we always say in leaving the line, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Everyone, we love y'all. You have a blessed and wonderful night. And as I always say in closing out the line, smokes and smokes and Everyone have a blessed and wonderful night. God bless you. God bless. Love y'all. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.